0: Hello and welcome to My Entrepreneurial Journey, an audio journal on my current startup experience. Every episode, I'll record about the recent events and insights I've come across during the week. Let's get started. The first part of today's episode will be the weekly update where I'll discuss some of the things that happened throughout the week. And the focus, I think, this week was a lot on the pains of starting a startup in a, a big existing company. So I'll give a few or actually only two examples of pains that i already experiencing. And secondly, we'll talk about this week's reflection, a bit around um, when to stop analyzing and start acting, analysis paralysis, but also... When might I be falling into the trap of ignoring the information that's available to me? I apologize this week for for a bit of background noise that I might have. I'm recording from somewhere different, but I hope that doesn't distract you too much. All right, let's get into it. This week, I focused most of my attention in two different parts of the startup. One is building the digital platform. So how do I build an app that customers can use to order their ingredients and the second was building the infrastructure the logistics behind it to make sure that once someone orders something it will actually get delivered to them so this is you know a warehouse pick and pack operation last mile delivery all of that and in those two i already started feeling some of the restrictions that i'll face by being a startup inside a big company as opposed to really a startup So on the first, on building the digital tool, I started talking to the developers. So my company has a digital lab. And what those developers told me is we can develop this relatively quickly, a few weeks of of coding to get into sort of a prototype. Excuse me. So not even an MVP, just a prototype. But they said the big restriction will be once this is ready, if we want to put it in front of a customer, it will take anywhere between three to six months of compliance work, showing this to different parts of the company that deal with uh, regulatory sides of the business. What data of the customer do we have? How are we storing it and whatnot? And because of that, you can expect that you know, anything before three months is unrealistic. And for any of you that have seen how startup operates, how startups operate... Three months is just way too long right if you think that you just want to put something quickly in front of the customer just to check what works and what doesn't and then you iterate on top of that if it takes you three to six months just to get to the first version that's already way too long and so to me that's the first pain that I'm facing of course this this internal incubator is kind of a new thing for my company so maybe I'll be able to tell them look just need to create some sort of sandbox in which I can operate, knowing that if I screw something up, it's very very small compared to the rest of the business, and so it won't make a difference, and so I shouldn't go through the same hurdles as the other parts of the businesses to to put something in front of a customer. So it's a battle I need. I think I need to to pick because yeah, three to six months every time we want to launch something is not possible. And on the other side, on the logistics. What I figured is that to launch this in the Philippines, the cold chain that we need doesn't exactly exist as we expected it to. We thought of refrigerated trucks and an unbroken cold chain, but that's not really the the practice there. What you see in reality are warehouses that have some sort of chest type freezer, not a walk-in freezer. And then when they deliver instead of a refrigerated truck, they have something like a styrofoam box. And that's how it works. Uh, And I think that there's a risk that my company will say, no, we don't operate like that. Which means that they'll expect a proper unbroken cold chain with proper walk-in freezers and refrigerated trucks and whatnot. Problem is, if that doesn't exist in the country or if that's not how it's done... There are two problems, actually. The first is, if we want it to be done, we will have to do it ourselves. Which, it's fine, right? I think a lot of startups go through that, where you need something that still doesn't exist, and then you just go ahead and create it yourself. Problem is, if we do that, we're going to be priced out of the market, right? There's, uh, There's no way that customers are willing to pay for that right now. So, increasing all of our costs to do that just means that our products will be way more expensive than whatever is in the market and no one will buy it from us so i think those are two quick examples of things that a normal startup wouldn't face right you just code something fast and you just use a styrofoam box if you have to but we're having to figure out how to navigate around um, the hurdles of a, a big company right now So let's see. I don't think I'll have an update next week on this. It will probably take a few weeks until I can reach the right people in order to see if I can go around this or not. And now for this week's reflection, I wanna discuss when do I stop analyzing and move to execution uh, versus when I need to accept that there's different information and I need to think about it before just executing. So on the one hand, because of my consulting background as i discussed in the previous episode i think i have the tendency to overanalyze things and i just want to be sure that every information that's available uh, i have looked at it i have looked at it uh, i have decided how this plays into what i'm doing or not doing and of course that tends to slow you down and a lot of times you're going to be looking for information that doesn't exist so on the one hand I've been trying to push myself away from analysis paralysis just to get things moving. Now, on the other hand, recently, I might discuss this in a future episode, but there's an option of working with a venture builder company. Uh, I haven't formally been offered this yet, but I think one of our potential sponsors will want to get us to work with one of these venture builders. And my immediate reaction Uh, at least in my mind, is to say, no, I don't want this, right? Uh, I just want to move forward. But at the same time, I heard something this week that made me think if maybe I'm being a bit stubborn and, and I'm pushing too much to the other side, which is my mind is made up. Please don't confuse me with the facts, right? So if someone with venture building experience comes along and tells me that I'm doing something wrong and that I need to rethink my approach, should I do that? Or should I just say, you know, the time for thinking has passed. I've been thinking about this for months. Now it's time to finally do it. Um, it's a dilemma. I don't have the answer to that. I think that's not the point of this episode. It's more to discuss, not even this episode, the point of this this podcast, right? This is to record what are some of the things I'm going through and things that I'm thinking about. Uh, it's not like um, Founders Journal, which is Alex Lieberman's podcast, where he He actually is giving you recommendations, right? I don't have recommendations, especially on this one. I only have the question, how do I decide when to stop thinking and just act? Um, So let's see. Uh, If if they do offer it to me, I'll come back with what I said and, and what's going on. Right. not a particularly insightful episode today but that's all i have for you take care and see you next week